Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm a man on a mission. That mission is to eat at all of the tasty taco-rific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town of Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. This is the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests and listeners tacos. Taco the Town is the podcast where we are conquering the Kansas City Tacoverse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Let's not waste any more time. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Red Bridge Barrio, sister restaurant to Brookside Barrio, which we reviewed a few years back. Both are under the Barrio KC umbrella, located at 1118. Holmes Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64131, in the redeveloped Red Bridge Shopping Center. I believe I saw the movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure here in the Old Dollar Movie Theater in the year 1985. Great memories of seeing that movie here at Red Bridge. Loved that little theater. So uh, this little strip mall holds a nice place in my heart because that's my probably my number one movie of all time. This newer Red Bridge barrio features a larger dining room, bar, and outdoor patio and serves an expanded food and drink menu. They're open seven days a week, and they serve lunch, dinner, happy hour, and weekend brunch with bottomless mimosas. Open 11 to 10, Monday through Thursday, Friday 11 to 11.30, and on Saturday, they're open 10 to 11:30 and 10 to 10 on Sundays. Happy hour is Monday through Thursday, Saturday and Sunday, 2:30 to 6:30 p.m. And the party starts early on Fridays. The happy hour starts at 1:30 and goes until 6:30. Brunch is on Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And their daily specials are burrito Mondays. Oh crap! I just said the B word. Be sure to bleep that out, Matt. Taco Tuesdays. Wednesday is service industry night, fajita Thursdays, oh, I love a good fajita Thursday, and bottomless mimosas on Saturday and Sundays during brunch. They also have live music almost every Friday and Saturday night. Like tonight, they have a dueling piano band playing. This is going to be great. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Back for her second time on Taco the Town, Marissa McKay, a.k.a. Madam McKay, has performed professionally all over Kansas City. She tours regionally as a featured performer with El Monstero, the Pink Floyd Experience out of St. Louis. She is currently a co-artistic director of Kansas City's City in Motion Dance Theater and instructs with the school. You can see her perform and her choreography in City in Motion's Aftermath on April 30th and May 1st. Her choreography has been performed in Edinburgh, Scotland, Tulsa, Oklahoma, A Modern Night at the Folly, the Choreographers Festival in Lawrence, Musical Theater Heritage, Kansas City's Dance in the Park, 
the Pitch Mastermind Awards, UMKC Conservatory Dance Department and Opera Department, the Jewish Community Center of Greater Kansas City, Olathe Civic Theater Association, the Barn Players, Leewood Stage Company, Mind's Eye Theater, and more. She has served as artistic directors for Reach and for the Smith Project, and she has performed with Casey in Motion, Storling Dance Theater, 940 Dance Company and Kansas City Contemporary Dance. She holds a BFA in dance performance and a minor in theater from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and has served on the UMKC Conservatory Alumni Board as president. She often works with the local and national commercial circuit, including a national McDonald's spot. She is the producing artistic director, group choreographer, and with Burlesque Downtown Underground, as well as the co-owner of Kansas City Burlesque LLC for almost 15 years. She's performed at festivals and taught workshops all over the United States, and she's been a regular guest performer in St. Louis and New York City of Bust Out Burlesque in New Orleans, at the Clock Tower in Denver, and as well as performing in Deschutes Breweries Burlesque Tours. Beerlesque. Oh, Beerlesque. Yeah. <laughs> as well as performing in Deschutes Breweries Beerlesque Tours. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Marissa McKay. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. Marissa, do you realize it was February 2018 when you were last on the show? In the before times, we reviewed the Kansas City Taco Company. Which is delicious. And I've since been there. Yeah. Really? So you still frequent it? Yeah. It's really close to the Folly. So if I have anything going on at the Folly, I make sure to swing by and drink a mug and have some talks and then go do my thing. How has your life changed since being on Taco the Town all those many years ago in our first year of existence? Well, fulfilling my forever dream as a food critic, I'm happy to say that that box is checked and to continue checking that box with you again is just another highlight of my life and hopefully I can continue critiquing food around Kansas City. Are you still eating tacos on the regular? Like how many tacos have you eaten this week? Oh, this is one. But honestly, um, if I was not here, we would be eating tacos tonight. Like that was... Because as we are recording this, it is a happening Friday night. It is. On the big town. Big town, happening Friday night. (laughs) Spring is springing. Springing all over the place. Right. Everybody's out eating tacos. Are you eating more tacos, less tacos, just the same amount of tacos? Weekly tacos. So, yeah, once a week. Okay, Mm -hmm. good. And have you yet incorporated tacos into your burlesque performing? You know, I don't have a food act. Is that frowned upon? It depends on where you are. And it depends on, on your show and what's going on in the producers. And I have a water act that is very particular. Like, it has to be done in certain places because it's... Everything gets wet. Are we talking water balloons or are we talking no, um, um it's a buckets? tub. A tub Tubs. of water. Like okay. a it's actually a beer tub, but it's it's used as like a soaking my feet a la like nineteen fifties, sixties. The song from Dirty Dancing. Let's see. When you're sitting all alone and your baby. You know that song from Dirty Dancing? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that no. one. <laughs> Don't you feel like crying? Oh yeah, that one. Cry to me. Yeah. So and I one, get yeah. I get like all sponge bathy and wet and, and it's yeah, super sexy. But we there's a fellow performer out of Lawrence who doesn't act dressed as a taco. Really? It's a thing. Yeah. 
it's pretty great. I'm going to have to see this yeah, performance. I, I can, this is everything fact, I've ever dreamed of. I can send you the video. Yes, yeah, please. It's great. Let's meet our second guest joining us today. She is a multifaceted artist and pinup model and began burlesque at the New York School of Burlesque in 2013 while working as a flight attendant based out of New York. Since then, she has performed and collaborated in photo shoots nationally and internationally in LA, Kansas City, Tokyo, and New York City. She's appeared at a wide range of venues from Coney Island, USA to the stages of the Kansas City and New York burlesque festivals, combining her eclectic travel lifestyle with unique art, dreams, and glamour. She's the founder of Babe's Rage, a 1960s-slash-70s-inspired go-go and fashion design company. She holds a Master's of Science degree in multimedia art from Waseda? Waseda. Waseda University. Jenny has guest performed with local troops in the Kansas City area and has recently combined her powers with the force of burlesque downtown underground here in KC. Welcome to Taco the Town, Jenny Pierce. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thank you for you having me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jenny, I've got to know, this is Taco the Town. Right. What's your taco origin story? Are you a taco lover? Did you grow up eating tacos? Do you come from a taco-eating family? Do you live a taco-centric life? <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, no. Okay. No, but I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to enter Crossover. into this. You were telling me before we started recording that your taco tastes are pretty basic. Yeah, yeah, for are you sure. you talking just like crunchy gringo tacos? Yeah, and I mean, I feel like, you know, everything's gotten very fancy lately, which I'm into, but I also, I'm pretty straightforward. You know, I like traditional tastes, so. Okay, we're going to open up yeah. some... It's a, it's a, we're going to open up your third taco eye. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's do it. You are both having margaritas. How are the margaritas so far? Fantastic. They're the spicy ones, right? I have the spicy one. It does not disappoint. I'm mm, I'm a margarita snob, so this is uh, pretty satisfactory and spicy. And it falls in line with the salsa. Like, it's a nice, even compliment. Now, growing up, Jenny, were you just not open to tacos? What did you eat as a... When, and when your family was having taco night, right. was there a taco night or was taco <laughs> night outlawed when, where you were growing up? There was no taco night. I grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. Not a big taco scene down there? Well, I mean, I guess not. Was there a taco scene in the 80s in Kansas City? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, so no. People were wearing spandex, had headbands, eating tacos in the streets, doing like break okay. dancing with tacos. I'm already <laughs> learning a lot because I thought the taco trend was new, like a new age hipster thing. No, no not around no. here. No? Okay, I think you're see, thinking I of, up here. I think you're thinking of spaghetti. Hipsters love spaghetti, right, Marissa? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Dave. <laughs> Every time I see a hipster, they're eating spaghetti. Every time. Okay, so if I'm going to confess about what taco night was like growing up, it was like Ortega, you know, very standard, build your own. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, I'm not hating on it. It was pretty good. Okay, all right. Just but, I mean, I don't remember, you know, tacos being a huge thing. Okay. Sorry if that doesn't give you much to work with. No, no. We're, we're going we're gonna to push past that. Okay. Because <laughs> tonight we are going to have you try some amazing tacos here okay. at I'm Red, ready. Red Bridge Barrio. Have either of you been here before? I have been to... The other barrio. Yeah, Brookside Barrio. Yes, for happy hour, and it's great. But ironically, I've eaten other things and not the tacos. I have to... What did you get? The, what did I get? Um, I know I've had their guac. 
and that's a I, great barrio. Yeah, yeah. KC I ordered barrio. a bunch of food, but I feel like this is not maybe. They've hmm. got so we're here at Happy Hour. They've yeah. got some great Happy Hour specials. There's we're gonna have some hour. of the Happy Hour tacos. We've already got the Happy Hour drinks. There's a band playing here later. What's happening? A dueling piano band. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. So okay. All right. We could stick around, maybe listen to it, because everybody loves a good dueling piano band, right? Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love dueling pianos? I think. I think there's some old people here that would really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a mixed crowd. Yeah, it's a good good crowd. Good yeah. crowd for a Friday night. I want to talk about this burlesque festival, the 10th annual KC Burlesque Festival, coming up soon, May 7th, Saturday, May 7th, at the historic Folly Theater. Tell me about this festival. You will both be performing, correct? Yes. Well, Jenny, do you want to go? Because I'm like the nerdy stuff. You're like the color. You know everything. Okay, I'll do the nerdy this. and you can color commentary. All right, so our 10th annual burlesque festival, which is super funny because this was supposed to happen two years ago in May of 2020. So here we are. Fast forward two years. I'm going to make it happen again. And I'd like to say even better. It's weird being dark for two years and, you know, you go on these like ebb and flows of like, do we even bother doing this? Do people even care? But I can tell you the people care. Mm-hmm. Ticket sales are rolling in. It's good. Were you doing any burlesque just in quarantine by yourself in your house? You know, I I didn't do, and I don't know if you did, Jenny, but I didn't do any of the Zoom shows. No. Yeah, I did not. You know, it was hard enough teaching dance on Zoom. It was pretty terrible. Like I, so you know, people are making it happen, but it's as awkward as it sounds. If you haven't seen it, or if you've seen some of it, it's it's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, you're better off watching like YouTube of a live performance, in my opinion. Right. So uh, no, Burlesque Downtown Underground came back for our Halloween show in October of 2022 at the Record Bar. 2021. Oh yeah, thank you. Fast forward to see. All these years are starting you. to I blend together. <laughs> right. No, I, I had that conversation today with my advisor. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. We're just, our waitress is great. And then we did our Valentine show in February of 2022 at Record Bar. So we were back and we're in full swing and it's really like no one took any time off. I feel like these have been the two strongest shows we've had. Great casts, great performers, great audiences. Absolutely. So we're super happy to be back. I'm reading here, it says about this show coming up on the 7th, anything goes from aerial to fire to classic jazz accompaniment. Yes. So you will see aerial and fire, chair dances, jazz singers. Our live jazz band, Alamode, is back to perform with us. They're great. Great Kansas City jazz band, if you haven't seen or heard them yet. And then a myriad of performers coming from across the U.S. They're going to be here performing. And it says here there will be celebrity judges that will select the best performance and crown the 2022 Queen of the Kansas City Burlesque Festival. Yes. That sounds great. I know I didn't get in a, I didn't get an invite in the mail to be one of the celebrity judges. I'm just saying that would have been really fun. You know, I don't think I have anything going on that night, but um Well, Dave, you're in luck. We happen to have a spot open, and I think it is your time. I think wait, after all wh- these years. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. Do you want to be a judge for the 10th annual Kansas City Burlesque Festival? Uh I'd be honored. Do you think you can handle it? That's another question. Mm-hmm. I don't know okay. if I will. I'll, I'll try to. 
Um, what, what, what would you need me to do? So uh, you get to watch a performance. You get a sheet. Um, you're, oh, gosh, I wish I had brought a judge's sheet with me. Oh, that would have been cheating for you because you would see it beforehand. Right. But, I mean, everything from costumes, props, audience response, uh, general performance. I think there's about six categories you judge off of from, like, a scale of one to five on uh, who's the best, what's the best, what do you like the best, what appeals to you, and what does the audience like? I would, I'd be honored if, if you'll really have me. Yeah, yeah. Oof, okay. I, it's I'm, your time. I will do it. I will be there. He's I mean, I've, I've judged a um, couple bikini contests before. Oh, okay, so you have some experience. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that did not involve dancing, but... Uh, I, I think but yeah, I, I have I have judged some bikini contests, one in, in some bar in Manhattan, Kansas, and another at Twin Peaks in Olathe. So all right, yeah, yeah. See, this is great. You're qualified. You, yeah. This you. is this. I, I keep stepping up. This will be the big final step. This for is me. the final step. You know, you're in the likes of some other uh, talented performers in town, and you know, with your industry background, you're a perfect fit. Can I bring? A taco to eat, like, as I'm judging, will that be? I mean, I think you'd have to, like, pocket your taco. If I have a fanny pack yeah. with a taco oh, yeah. in it? Okay. Fanny pack taco, for right. sure. I mean, you might want to, uh, like, double hard shell that one. Okay. Yeah, because you wouldn't get to eat it until after you're introduced on stage. You get some stage time. Whoa. Right. Cool. Yeah, look at that. Wow, this is going to be great. Thank you so much. You're uh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get through the rest of this episode. I'm so excited. Just think tacos <laughs> and May 7th. May 7th. Where can people buy tickets? Tickets are live on the Folly Theater website. And so you can just go to, I think it's follytheater.org and find our awesome poster of some performers. Click on that. Grab your ticket for the Folly Show. We're also doing a performance the night prior at a new theater in the Crossroads. It's a comedy theater called the Bird Comedy Theater. It's in the Hemingway building. It's like 19th and Wyandotte. And we are doing a 10 p.m. Our late night stage strut show will be going on. And our MC for that will be Danny Boy. He uh, used to DJ at 965 The Buzz. Yeah, he's been a guest on the show before. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a great friend of ours. Um, he's emceed some of our shows in the past. He's hilarious. We have a great time. So Danny's hosting that show. And then... Um, That's on First Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So it'll be happening down there. And then Tajma Stetson, who just won Miss Gay Missouri, her second title, is... Um, yeah, I know. It's super exciting. She Shout is out, right? emceeing The Folly Show, which she did two years ago. She's years amazing. Ago. I know she's the best. She's our she's our local normal MC. She blows my mind. No. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I no. think you know she she's really incredible. My jest is that she makes us all look bad, but no, like she's really that talented. She is. Yeah. Now the Folly Theater, it is historic. It is called the Grand Old Lady of 12th Street. It is like Kansas City has a very rich taco history, but Kansas City has a very rich burlesque history as well. And it all kind of originated down in the River Market at where the Opera House was, where you had some shows. And also at the Folly, which just celebrated 120 years right. being open in 2020. But yeah, it's a great, I mean, didn't they just do some renovations too? They did. And they're, they're doing some more, you know, every ticket agency theater kind of has their fees and the folly has a, a historical fee it's a couple dollars and it's going towards new seats in the theater the seats that are in there now have been in since the 70s since the 
the big renovation that had happened from going from kind of a smut movie house at that time and and back into their theatrical state. But yeah, there's a rich history there. There's this legendary story. I mean, any burlesque legend has pretty much performed on the Folly stage in the burlesque circuit back in the day. There's a really cool story that that's where Gypsy Rose Lee first did burlesque. Her first performance, right? Yeah. The story goes that they were stranded in Kansas City for two weeks because of a snowstorm. They couldn't go anywhere. And she was bored on stage. The audience was bored on stage and she started ripping her costume and she got a really big response and it kind of turned into this burlesque act. I don't know how validated that is, but it's a cool story that goes with that theater. I did a talk a couple of years ago for a women's group out at like Lake Wacomusa, Wacom... Wacomus. Wacomus? I think it's Lake Wacomus. Because I drove out there and I talked to this women's group and I like talked about the history and I did a performance and it was very interactive dialogue, which I love when I do these talks. And there were women in the audience. These are my two favorite. One woman, her dad was a cop and he would hang out at the Folly and like bust acts because there was the whole red light thing going yeah. on. But it was like a joke because she was, I guess her mom would be pissed off and she'd be like, I know your dad's at that <laughs> slutty theater. Like, so that was cool. And then another woman, her mom was babysat by like Sally Rands and some other people on the circuit, like backstage at the Folly. Wow. Yeah, so there's some really cool Kansas City historical ties and just the people and the names that have come through, like uh, Walter Cronkite. It was 2014. We had Tempest Storm was a performer on the circuit who also performed there, and so the Folly honored her, gave her like a little plaque, and it was really cool. And she passed, I think, a year ago. Yep, yep. So rest in peace, Tempest Storm, but a lot of awesome burlesque legends have been there. So many talented people. It's a great place. Yeah, I've got a list here of um, some of the famous people that have performed or been on the stage at the Folly. So Jack Dempsey and Jack Johnson, boxers, both boxed there. Humphrey Bogart, the Marx Brothers. More recently, Gregory Hines, Dave Brubeck, Bob Newhart. That's cool. Itzhak Perlman and Barack Obama did like a fundraiser there. I didn't know that. That's so. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, And also it says here, in the 20s, a fire once broke out on the balcony, but the show went on and nobody stopped the show. <laughs> nobody stopped so. it. That wow. sounds like us. <laughs> I can That's see that wild. happening. Wasn't that street, I think in Kansas City history, the 12th Street was like the red light district for Kansas City. And then when they... They had some city improvements, and that's when they tore out a lot of that and built the Barney Alice Plaza area. Yes. And then the red light district moved down to the River Market yes. in, like, the 60s and 70s. But, yeah, 12th Street was the notorious anything-goes street yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah, the dock in River Market. And then I think there was a streetcar. Well, we have that underground streetcar system. That just came right up to the theater, so it was really easy Oh, yeah, access. because the old Union Station was down on the west bottom, so they'd come up that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I- I don't know about you guys or if they do tours, but I really want to go down there and check it out. I've always wanted to go on that. You should make that They happen. did tours for a while, but then they shut them off. Shut I them think. down. Yeah. But I can tell you, if you've done the Rieger Distillery Tour, have you guys done that one? Hmm. It's really cool. We should do that. I've done it twice. Lots of cool tunnels. Yeah. So they recently, last, let's see, it was right, it was pre-COVID, I was there, and they had just found a tunnel in the wall because they were expanding. And they, like, took us down in there, and they think it was for bootlegging mm-hmm. down in the West Bottom. So it was pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you a question. So the Folly Theater, tell me if I'm wrong here, but is it kind of small, like, on the small side? And do you think it was constructed with burlesque in mind? So... Well, it opened as a vaudeville slash burlesque yeah, when it first so opened, yes right? Yes, to that one. Ironically, though, it's one of the bigger theaters in Kansas City. 
Next to the Folly is Music Hall. And then obviously, you know, they constructed um, Kaufman Center. But it's a 1,400-seat theater. And so when you think of those mid-level venues, they really aren't there. MTH is like the next one. So for I would say for like a bigger city, it would be a smaller theater. But for Kansas City, it's a bigger theater. So what do you think makes it like specific to vaudeville or burlesque? Is there Are there any features of the theater? Because I mean, you have tons of experience working in theaters. Probably, I mean, just the setup with the balcony. When I'm you so have, Yeah, when you have a theater with, with balcony system and those box seats, like that's, because that's how those, I mean, what, 120 years old? That's how those theaters were constructed because that's where you sat it's funny because it's reverse now because everybody wants to be in the front, in the front row. Oh. But you want to reverse it in vaudeville style because that was the interactive side where you get to throw stuff and the, oh you know, my. that. So okay. when you're um, uppity and rich, you have the box seats in the balcony where you can't be touched. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and now that I think about it, the box seats and like where the judges sit, it's like really close. It's pushed forward, like really close to the stage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, That's cool. Awesome. I get to sit in one of the boxes. Yeah, you get to be in a box. Oh, man. And this, it's elevated. Are you going to wear a tuxedo? I'm going to have to rent one now. Fancy day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So many things. I'm yeah. I'm just so distracted now. Got to <laughs> thinking about what I'm going to wear to the uh, to the event, the burlesque show. And I know, I know you want to move on from the folly, but it's haunted. I could talk about the folly forever. Oh, and I'm it's a sure huge it's haunted. Honor. Yeah, it's super it's a, haunted. Is it? Oh my god, it's so haunted. Oh my gosh, yeah. we need to know more. It's a, it's an enormous honor to perform on that stage. It is, and I that's mean, why anybody like everybody who knows anything about like burlesque knows that like it's just such a famous theater. You know, it's where it's so cool. We have it here. And that's why we've had that draw for international and national performers to come because they know, like, yeah. there. I don't. I'd have to look, but I don't think there's many other operating theaters outside of like. I think even Minsky's might be something else in New York City at this point. Like Kansas City used to have so many theaters, and mm-hmm. the Follies like the only one that's hung it's on like besides the Midland. Um, last lady standing. Yeah, it has yeah. so many that are just gone that are parking lots now, which is so- depressing. What happens? For the hauntings? Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably... Ghostly burlesque dancers. Right? The the lower level, so there's a dressing room, which is the chorus dressing room on the lower level. And then to cross over the stage, you can't go, like, behind a curtain. You have to legit cross underneath the stage where, like, the orchestra pit is. That area, I mean, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it. I've, oh I've been down there several times by myself just doing normal production oh stuff. My. And it's that feeling of, like, I need to get out of here, like, right now. Yeah, all the hair on your yeah. arms stick up and yeah, all on of your that. back. You get that spider sense tingling, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's... Especially in the chorus dressing room, and I don't know if you've been down there, Jenny, but it's completely mirrored. And so, like, you think you see something and, like, that, you know, and so it's just kind of like, ah. But I've also had a great moment after one of the festivals, and I would say it was probably the 2018 one. We had cleaned up, everybody was gone, and the ghost light was on. And for those of you that don't know what the ghost light is, it's a historical thing that many theaters don't do anymore, but they place a single bulb in the middle of the stage to light the theater for the the ghosts. And so the Folly honors that. And I mean, everybody was out of there and I was like the last person. And I just took a moment, like just kind of off stage with that ghost light. And it was just so peaceful and nice. And it was like the theater felt so happy that we had been there. So it's, it's all a full circle energy thing that's going on. I dig it. I dig it. Good stuff. Can't wait to see a ghost. I can't wait okay. to judge this festival. I can't wait to see. And you will be dancing in the non-judging so part? or wh- what I do. Yeah, um, what are you going to do? This is what I do. <laughs> I, I open the second half 
of the competition, but I open it as a performer. So I'm like, here's the band. It's like the introduction of like the live jazz band. And the band's awesome. Yeah, moving from that neo new world burlesque feel to back to that old school. So I just kind of like set that tone and then I go back into production mode. And Jenny, what will you be? Are you going to, what's your performance? Is that a secret? It's not a secret. It hasn't been 100% solidified yet. Okay. I have two new acts I'm working on. Of course, we're performing on the 6th. So I'll do one of my new acts on the 6th and one of them on the 7th. I'm really just, you know, so happy to participate. And, you know, it's an honor. Like I said, it's an honor to perform at the Folly. And, you know, I think after covid in the pandemic, we all, at least for me, I have like gained a lot of appreciation and perspective, you know, and I'm just like, I just appreciate the stage time, you know, the collaboration, just being able to do live events is just awesome, you know. Is so. this your third festival or fourth? You know, what's interesting is I was just sitting here thinking about it. Like, so I took photos from Ooh. the second or first row in 2013. That's right. And that was the year that I started burlesque. And I just was enamored, you know, with the performers as well as with the theater and the whole, you know, the whole production, the event. And some of the photos are actually on the website still. I looked at it the other day. Yeah. Good. So I started out that way and I was more based in New York at the time. I performed in the festival. What year was that? I can't remember. It was either 2018 or 19, I think. I think did 19 for sure. You did your material. Oh, I did it girl. twice, actually. Yeah. So I think yeah. this is your third time. Yeah. Yes, I'm on my it. third time. Thank you. But your first time on the Folly <laughs> yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I have a little segment I play sometimes where I give my guests an opportunity to win some very rare Taco the Town t-shirts. Yes. Would, would you like to participate in this and play some taco games? I love yes. games. All right, let's do it. All right, there's two games. There's the Taco Word Association game, and then there's the gauntlet, the taco gauntlet. Who would like to play the word association game, and who would wants to play the gauntlet? I'm just going to go on record saying that I'm going to most likely lose both of these games. <laughs> so You pick Jenny. There's really no way to lose this. You okay. just tell me the first thing that pops into your head when I say these words. Okay. okay? This could get Freudian, no? Right. <laughs> it will. Cheese. She's melted. Salsa. Salsa chips. Crunchy. Crunchy soft. Oh, next word, soft. Soft would be crunchy. Flour. I don't know if that's something with a different one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of crunchy soft. I'm thinking in, you Maybe know, polarities here. Guacamole. Guacamole. Delicious. Queso. Queso. Creamy. Nachos. Nachos. A pile. A large pile. A tortilla. Tortilla. Chips. <laughs> Margarita. Margarita. Delicious. I love it. Te- tequila. <laughs> tequila. Oh, what's that song? I'm sorry. I'm slow. Tequila. tequila. Yeah, exactly. The song. The, the song. Chicken. Chicken and rice. Sour cream. Sour cream. Uh, high in calorie. <laughs> Beans. Beans. Well, the musical fruits. (laughs) Good job. Jalapenos. Jalapenos. I don't go there. I don't do it. Okay. I prefer, I don't don't do spicy, so avoid. Fajita. Fajita. Build your own. Enchilada. Enchilada. My favorite. Beef. I also like that. Kansas. Kansas. Let's go with that. Kansas beef. Gordita. Gordita. Actually, can we go back to beef? Because I don't want to slow the game down, but have you ever had Kobe beef before? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. 
because yeah. that's my favorite. Is and that I the love... kind that they sprinkle with like it's gold? Jap- yeah, gold it's dust Japanese. Sometimes. Like, yeah. if you ever yeah. have a chance to eat beef in Japan, like I recommend it. Okay, let's go on. Well, moving forward. Just a couple more. Spicy. Spice. No likey. Churro. What? Churro. Is that the, sweet? the word is cinnamon sugar. Churro. Churro. Thank you. Thank you for repeating that for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the word game. Is that the show? You got uh, it. One thousand dollars. Yeah. Taco Bell. Love it. I'm loving it. Isn't that the phrase? No, that's McDonald's. That's McDonald's. <laughs> it's okay. Oops. Oops. Uh, okay. Continue. I believe the phrase is "live moss." Oh yeah. Yokira Taco Bell. Is that? Does that mean "live moss" means like live larger? Yeah. Live more. Live yeah. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Live it. Live it big. Actually. When I'm on road trips, I always stop by Taco Bell because I tell myself it's better than the other places. It is. It's true. Okay. You're right. It has a little bit of lettuce. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just That's tell why. myself. They've got lettuce. I inhale their tacos. I love it. Okay. One more Final word. word. Let's do it. Yes. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. <laughs> I don't want to say what actually came to my mind. Well, I cannot. It has to be the first thing that pops into your head. Dating profiles. <laughs> oh. 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 Is there some tea? Oh, there's a lot of people out there on dating profiles that like Yeah, poly, reference Polly Shore like for Polly sure. Shore. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm like, I regret asking that he's, one. He's a very popular uh, right. American cinematic Polly hero. Polly Shore, like Hawaiian t-shirts? Hawaiian shirts? Was he in a movie with Hawaiian shirts? Are you thinking of Encino Man? Yes. Some- Polly Shore has black hair, right? Yeah, brownish, curly. Maybe after I've had tacos, I'll know the answer. Well, you have won the uh, Taco Word Association <laughs> game. You win a Taco of the Town t-shirt. Oh I've got yeah. it right here. Winning. I love it. Can I try it on? Yeah, like right here. Spoken from a true burlesque <laughs> Is this a professional. Medium? It's uh, kind of Royals, kind of sporting KC. Oh, that's it says Taco good. Capital of the Midwest. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I must have. So did I miss something? So here's the deal. You travel outside of Kansas City and you look for Mexican food, you find it. It is not good. It's true. Right, Dave? Unless you go like south, right? Well, but then you're Tex-Mex zone and that's a whole other ball game. So now that I won the game, does that mean that I can eat a taco? You were like chomping at the bit, literally. <laughs> yeah, I well, love it's it. hot, right? All right, Marissa, you are playing the taco gauntlet. All right, taco gauntlet. This is where you put other other foods <laughs> up against tacos and you just have to say tacos or if you say the other word, you lose. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm so interested. here we go. Um, just say what you would rather eat. Here we go. Ham. Tacos. Or tacos. Tacos. Chinese. <gasps> or tacos. Tacos. Oh no. Spaghetti or tacos. Tacos. <gasps> Steak or tacos. Tacos. Hamburgers or tacos. Tacos. Chicken or tacos. Tacos. Hot dogs or tacos. Tacos. <laughs> A nice bowl of soup or tacos. Tacos. Seafood or tacos. Tacos and seafood in my tacos. Sushi or tacos. Tacos. Ooh that. Ooh. Tacos. Uh, sandwich or tacos? Tacos. A nice tuna casserole or tacos? <laughs> tacos. Or you make a Mexican lasagna like I did last week. Oh, that's next. Oh. Lasagna or tacos. tacos? Tacos. Chili dog or tacos? Tacos. Cheese steak or tacos? Tacos. Ooh, these last two are tough. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. I ate the pizza for lunch. Ice cream or tacos? Tacos. You win. Yes. I would have lost. It. I would have. Congratulations. Yeah. You win yeah. a Taco of the Town t-shirt. Sushi and pizza were the hardest. Oh, I'm so excited. I wear my other one on Tuesdays if I can. You have the classic green, right? Or you have, no. no, you have the yellow. I've got yeah. the yellow. I have the one with the taco on top of the bridge, you know, with the ornaments. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah, yeah. I the, the OG. Okay, our tacos are here. Let's go ahead. Let's skip ahead. We're going to eat the tacos now because we're dying to eat these tacos. No, they no, look no. amazing. Yeah. Let's put these tacos to the test. Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. We have three types of tacos. We have fried avocado taco, we have the carne asada taco, and we have the birria tacos. And we're going to start with the fried avocado, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. What's everybody think so far? Jenny, you've already had a bite. I had a bite, and I have an opinion. Okay, here we go. And as a first-timer, I'm surprised that I have such a strong opinion, but I do. I feel like the avocado is too soft. On top of that, when I eat, like, a fried pickle, because I love fried pickles, I want a little bit more of, like, a coating or, like, a fried edge. And that, I'm going to finish it, because it's good, but... That's my thought. That's Those are my initial thoughts. She wants the avocado to be a little more fried. And hard. And, and a little firm. harder. Harder, yeah. So I feel like if you're going to do a fried avocado taco, the fried avocado should be more of the base. And I feel like it's a secondary afterthought in this taco. Uh-huh. There's more of that cabbage action. I think the sauce is good. And so I'd like more sauce, too. But definitely do, like, a couple of the fried avocados versus one at the bottom of your taco. Because it's definitely, like, a half-and-half yeah. half taco yeah, experience. Yeah. For sure. Oh, you have two? I like the concept. You know, as you, as you go a little deeper, it it gets a little crunchier. You're right, but the second bite was crunchier. Yeah. See, see, see the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a stacked. You have a stacked taco. So I have, as you two, go I have two avocados in here, and yeah, the the middle is a little crunchier. Yeah. Well, I love that conceptually of having like almost like a small hard shell or like crunchy within the soft shell, I think is brilliant. Almost like a double decker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Marissa. I love the sauce. Mm-hmm. And it's spicy. This is mm-hmm. a little spicy. It's it? too spicy for me. Really? Too spicy yes. spicy for Jenny. I'm weak. But do you like the pineapple in there? I can't even taste the pineapple. Oh. Because my taste buds are like doing flips because it's so spicy. <laughs> See, the pineapple throws <laughs> yeah. me, but I'm I'm one of those people I don't really like the sweet, savory mix. Like, oh. Like I challenge myself by eating like fruit on things that shouldn't have fruit on them. You were like, I like the sauce. I was like, I can't even taste the sauce because my mouth's on fire. What do you think, Dave? I think the sauce is what's giving me the the, the kick. Is the spicy kick, right? Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy just got it. a little bit of sweet and spicy. I like that. I like it. I agree. It's tasty. I love the a crunchier fried avocado. I love that. But well, since I'm not in love with this taco, I'm going to hold off on it and wait for the steak. No rush though. I'm just going to wait. My mouth's on fire. Drink some, uh, yeah, got a little water there. Don't drink my margarita. It would not help you. Maybe I should have some rice and beans. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, we've got a little beans. Yeah. The refried beans look good. Is that corn in this taco? Or Mm -hmm. what's the yellow? Is it corn? corn. I love corn. corn. And pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah, I I like corn. They put corn on the carne asada as well. Yeah. Okay, so one to five golden tacos. What would you rate the fried avocado taco? I'm going to go three. Three out of five? Yeah, solid three. Same. For us, I feel like it's lacking in different areas, but I'm going to say three. Mine was a little crunchy, so I like that. I'm going to go 3.9 out of five. Okay. Now, I want to ask you, do you have a avocado taco to compare it to? I don't eat a lot of fried avocado tacos. Have you done unforked yet? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. They have a good fried avocado. They have a good fried out. And so it's, that's, yeah, my It's pretty much all oh, avocado, so yeah. too. So you have something to compare it to? I do. I do. Torchies has one, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I love Torchies. Yeah, I don't have any experience. So every time you introduce a taco to me, it's literally the first time I've ever tried it. Oh, this will be I'm fun. I'm kind of scared because this is the first time we're trying to open your third taco eye and it's you're... Working. It's well, working. Well, at least my sinuses are okay. opening. All right. Yeah. <laughs> From yeah, the that's heat. That's what you want. That's what you want. Should we move on to the carne asada? Yes. So this has... This is what I've been waiting for. These all have flour. Well, these first two have flour tortillas. Or these are their specialty tacos. This is grilled steak, caramelized onion, roasted poblano, corn relish, queso fresco, and avocado tomatillo salsa. So this is not what I ordered, but I'm 
This was my second choice, though. Did she say this was the most popular one? Yes. Yeah. And then that one was the, like the, the second steak. one. The steak. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was torn between the steak and the brisket. Right, I'm excited about this. Tortilla's intact. Here we go. Soft flour tortilla. Oh, my God. First bite. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And some of the best carne salt I've had. Oh, yeah. That does the trick. Mm. The way you know that's good is like the silence after we take a bite, right? Very good. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I almost have no words. This is uh, mm. it's such a great mm. savory flavor. Mm-hmm. There's a spice there I can't pinpoint. You know what I'm talking about? Is that the peppers or is that the seasoning on the steak? It's a seasoning. Now that's good. Mm. How many more of these could you eat tonight? Probably two. I don't know if I could because you know why? This is like... It's like a meal. It's hearty. Yeah. It's it's like, it's full to the brim. This is a hungry man's taco. It's amazing. They did not skimp on anything with this taco. I love the heaping amount of guacamole. I, I mean, it's not like Chipotle where you have to be like, no, like add a little bit more on there. Like this is uh, pretty satisfactory. Yeah. Yes. I mean, also... Wow, they put a lot of beef in here too. Steak. The mm. steak is amazing. The steak is so tender. Is this Kobe steak? No way. I don't know, but no you know, way. this You'll is know. up my alley. It's like the meat, the tender beef. It's yes, 100% yes. I like that you're all about the beef. I am about the beef. Wow. In fact, I don't know if this is taco cheating, but I just opened the taco and I put some beef on my fork. You're and eating I your ate taco the, with the fork. Yeah, and I ate the beef <clears throat> separately because I was like, I need to taste this beef on its own because it's that good. I've done that. It's frowned upon, but um, go ahead. Yeah, because okay. you want to taste that steak. Yeah, you want to get that exactly. steak. Exactly. There's so much in there. It's like if you take a few pieces out, mm. you'll still have a full taco. Well, and looking at the bite, it's a perfect, like, medium rare. Oh, my God, it's good. So the it's steak, cooked perfectly. The steak is where it's at. So good. This is Kansas, people. We should expect a lot from the steak here, for sure. I think we're in Missouri right now. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> like 50 feet over the state line. Yeah, exactly. We're close. <laughs> I know. I When it was like I drove in, it was like, you're in Missouri now. I was like, oh, who cares? <laughs> I love both states. I was born in Missouri. I did not know that. So the host is so overwhelmed with this taco experience. He he's searching. Find a napkin. <laughs> or something. The only thing I would say about this taco is that I don't need the jalapenos. You already ate yours. You both did. It's okay. gone. Yeah. And so you it's can't... a nice afterburn, too. Like Roasted poblano, yeah. So it's like a small pepper. Nailed it. I got you. Yep. You really don't like the spice, huh? I don't. I'm very weak. Ooh. Oh, man. That's good. What is, so what else is in this, if you don't mind? Tomatoes, What is guacamole? this white stuff here? Oh, that's a... Um, that's the uh, queso, queso fresco? fresco. That's really good. Yeah. I love it's that. It's Mexican cheese. It's delicious. Avocado, tomatillo, salsa, cornrush. It's a tomatillo, I bet. Yes, the corn relish I love. That is some good seasoning on that steak. Uh, that was an amazing taco, and I'm going to go ahead and say five. Five I'm jumping, five yeah, tacos? I'm just jumping in. Five right here. Marissa, five? Okay. Five. I'm going to go four, four 4.7 on that taco. 4.7. You're a tough critic, What Dave. was the point three? Like, what was missing? Um, You know, um, I have this taco calculator in my head, okay. and it just kind of spits it out for me, you know, so. Let me throw out a hypothetical. What about lettuce? Does lettuce ever get put in tacos? Yeah, there's a time and place for it, for sure. If you were making this taco, or you were custom ordering this taco, would you put anything else in it that it didn't have? Ooh, I would, like, put a little... Uh, Instead of queso fresco, I'd maybe just put some real queso, queso dip. Oh, my God. Pour it on top oh of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then maybe some more tomato. 
Maybe some more uh, pico de gallo. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. Tomato. I feel like, too, you could turn this into a burrito pretty easily. Or oh. like a fajita oh. burrito. Oh, yes. Yeah. With the fried. Matt, can you please bleep those B words out? We don't talk about burrito. We don't talk about burrito. What? Oh, no, no, Why not? No. We, we don't you know You're giving my editor so much work every time you <laughs> Adam say Adam Sandler, you know how when he goes, bum, 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 ba dum, bum, 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 bum. Taco. Burrito, 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 burrito. You know, it was very close to a fajita. It was. It tasted kind of like That's a fajita taco. True. Yeah. All right, we've got one more taco I'm to weak, go. And I'm also messy. This is the birria taco. Jenny already took a bite. Jenny, Jenny. I couldn't help it. Jenny, you I'm didn't sorry. dip it. You got to dip it. What? Oh my god. You dip I it couldn't in beef. resist. I needed the brisket. Slow roasted brisket, jack I'll cheese, dip it from the other onion, end. cilantro. You put any of that onions on there? No. Are they pickled? Um, they like pickled. Corn tortillas and chipotle Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> this is the hip hot taco these days. This is a melt in your mouth kind of energy. That's what it's giving. I'm doing the pickled onions, y'all. I get it. Mm, okay. I still think the second one we ate was better. But this is amazing. This does have the Casey barbecue vibe. Yeah. This Which is I'm not more, mad. Yeah, I'm yeah. detecting a little barbecue yeah. sauce. It's is that, wonderful. I don't yeah, know if, it, if that's what it is. It's a brisket. It's the oju briskety. It's very, this is different. Mm. This is different from any uh, beer I've had. Something's a little barbecue-y about it. I like it. I think it's a slow roasted brisket. I think what saves this is that it has corn. If this wasn't a flour tortilla, I would be confused. You know what I mean? But it's in corn, so it's like, it makes sense to me. Yeah, but they cooked this interesting. I wonder if they stuck it in the fryer for like a second. Oh, interesting. Some beer don't have cheese. I mean, that's what... Like, I, I think, love cheese. And it's melted, so they put it in the oven. They did something to it to, like, kind of bind it all together. You're right. It's, like, almost like the... They deep uh, fry it. What is it? The George Carlman? <laughs> no, wait, what? George Foreman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They <laughs> put the saga in the George Foreman, dude. In the George Coleman. <laughs> you know, George Coleman. That guy. You don't remember the George Foreman? <laughs> so... That doesn't have as much flavor as you would think, because I did the drizzle. It doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe yeah. that's, it's, it's kind of unnecessary. Maybe really. the juice is a little needs to have a little more something, something to it. Agreed. Right? And I think on purpose, there's it's. I don't want to say it's lacking like Mexican spice, but there like that's what is not in this taco, and that's why I like it. Because <laughs> it's not spicy. Exactly. Says it's the sweet. beef girl. Even though it's different than any beer I've had. It's still, I love the barbecue okay. vibe about it. Before you eat that, put these in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the shit. Gotta put um, some of this onion I in like there. I like the pickled. barbecue plus corn. That's and where it's and at you, for me. you're not pickle, pickling the onion. No, it's I'm really not. good. Oh, my. It's okay. I'm just gonna pour the sauce right on it. Okay. The, uh, the beef, beef juice. It's almost like the beef, the, the oju, like ojuice makes a contrast with the crispy, mm. right? To balance it out, kind of. I like this taco. I'm not gonna lie, I do. Oh, it's real good with that onion on there. Right? The mm. onion makes it. And then I like this taco a lot. This taco balances my margarita well because there is no spice. So it's a good compliment. Oh, I smell fajitas. Somebody just got a fajita. You smell that? Yes, they did. Yep. I smell it. Can you say that word? Yes. Okay. We just did fajitas last episode. Whole okay. episode about them. So. Really? I the fajitas here are amazing. If I just have an intuition. Kind of exactly, exactly. Would you have a birria taco again? Did you enjoy it? You really enjoyed yes. this. Yes, but I would have two and three again for sure. This ranks as number two. That carne asada was definitely the top that was amazing. taco. So this is a good solid like three and a half, four for me. Probably three Let and a half. Let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to give it a 4.3. Okay. Why do you think that the second taco that we ate was so full? Is that 
because it's popular or is that because that's the way it's prepared? Because I wish that this one would have been a little bit fuller. Oh, you mean just full of ingredients? Yeah, like, like the, like the one. second one we ate was like literally like overflowing. And that's what made it so amazing for me at least. Well, if they had to drop this in the deep fryer, they probably had to contain it a little bit more. That makes sense. I like, think they do that with a lot of their tacos here. I think they overstuff them a little bit because uh-huh. you do lose a lot of that stuff right off the top. Yeah. Yeah, they, a lot of their tacos are kind of topped, you know, or filled filled to the to the brim okay. with goodness. So what would you give this final rating on, on this one? Well, like, how do I rank that? Because this is my favorite. Well, this is just what I Five like. Five point. This one is your favorite. This is my favorite okay. because I like sweet. So it actually reminds me, if you've ever had Korean food, like sometimes the beef is sweet in Korean food, mm. and I like that. I don't like spicy, so I would say this is my favorite. This but was I, pretty sweet beef. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I loved that about the taco. I'll give this a 4.5. Okay, so overall taco experience here. Oh, Got yeah, great. Final rating for overall. I would definitely come back and eat tacos again, which, again, it's so funny. I haven't eaten tacos here before. I've eaten other stuff, which is not even on the menu. I'm, I'm pretty sure I had some like, oh, maybe the mini chimis. I had the mini chimis and the nachos, and those were pretty delicious. But, yeah, this is a, a great great taco place. I would come back. You would maybe just eat the birria tacos and then anything that's not spicy, like the basic gringo tacos. I would order two and three again. Okay. Well, we enjoyed these tacos. Yes. There are some other people that have given reviews of these tacos. This is the time of the show called Good Reviews and Bad Reviews, Red and Funny Voices. Awesome. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, we've got good and bad reviews. Marissa, you're going to do the bad first, correct? Yes. Where does this review come from? These are all off of Yelp. These are real people. Of this restaurant? Of of this restaurant, off of Yelp. Yelpers are my favorite. What's this person's name? Blake. All right, what does Blake have to say? Blake says, Order takeout with two sides of lote instead of beans, and I get the beans thrown down on top of my tacos and no sides of lote. I wanted bean tacos. I would have ordered them. Meals were a complete disaster to the point that everything was covered in beans. Happy Wednesday. One star. Wait, are we sure that didn't happen when he took the right the right turn to Yeah, maybe the, maybe it's like, when he turned his car, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people really like beans on top of everything. Maybe oh not gosh, Blake. Wait. I just wonder what taco comes with beans on them. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, maybe it was the black beans on the side that they gave us, you know. And, it's still takeout. Oh. I feel like I, that kind of... I think you're right. It sounds to me like that happened in transit. Yeah. Joseph R. says... This is the good review, right? Yes. Okay. After a harrowing time of traveling, we landed and were hangry. In the mood for Mexican, we chose this place and did not imagine how pleasantly surprised we would be. If six stars were possible, yes. The <laughs> coffee was fresh ground. Coffee. Coffee? Coffee? Wait, it's okay. It's okay. Continue. (laughs) The food was stellar, very filling, with great presentation, and the service was excellent. Can concur, right? Right. This is the best Mexican food we have eaten and did not expect to experience that in Kansas City. Five stars. Wow, they had a great time. Um, Maybe we should try the coffee here. Is there coffee? Did they come for brunch? I was confused. Is there a brunch? There is brunch. I bet that's it. I I bet they... Fajitas, right? Are we... You can talk fajita. You can talk fajita. It's all about... That's what it is here. It's a steak fajita. Yeah, it's a steak This me. place is cool. It has that outdoor bar. It has an indoor that and smell. outdoor bar. As every place should. Yeah. That smell, man. I'm telling mm, you. It's coming back. More yeah, fajitas are walking back. by. That's yeah. what 
The steak. That is it. This place is all about the steak, I think. That's, that I is, think if you like that's it. steak in your I'm Mexican food. Sold. Okay, let's ask her flight attendant questions. You can ask me flight attendant questions. Okay, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen oh, on an airplane? Oh, okay. I got to think about it for a second. <laughs> the weirdest you, thing, I, I've seen a lot of weird stuff, you guys. Have you ever seen a UFO out the window? No, but I've experienced something that I would say was not normal. Very unusual. Something ghost something supernatural and actually oh my god tying this all together burlesque so i do a flight attendant act oh yeah and at one point in my flight attendant act i act like i'm dizzy and that is actually a reference to what i experienced on the plane and what happened was i was basically flying from new york to the dominican republic and i don't know if it was like what we call in the industry a slow decompression or what it was exactly but i felt very lightheaded and just very out of it all of a sudden and it was almost like almost like uh, the objects I was picking up didn't have weight anymore and I remember I picked up a stack of napkins yes true story I picked up a stack of napkins and they like fell out of my hand it was like I was losing cognitive ability I guess so that would be like what we learn about in training that would be like considered a slow decompression And I just remember everything felt like it was going in slow motion. And the girl who I was working with on the cart, she looked at me and she said, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I just feel really weird. Do you feel weird? And she said, I feel weird too. So we put the cart away and we called the flight deck and asked them, you know, is the cabin pressure normal? And they said, everything's normal on our end. So we couldn't explain it, but it was absolutely one of the weirdest sensations I've ever experienced. Have you ever had any missing time or have you traveled through any portals or time time I, crunches, time yeah, portals? Yeah, I have quantum leaped before. Bermuda Triangle-wise? Or? Well, that what I just described with flying to the Dominican Republic, I would say above the ocean. That's the closest I got. I don't think we were technically in the Bermuda Triangle, but that's the way it felt. I felt like time and space was like, it didn't exist in the same sense that it does otherwise. Oh, you quantum leaped through time. Oh, Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Quantum leaping. Well, I mean, that's actually not that unusual. If you jump time zones, everybody's done it. Oh, yeah. We just don't know we've done it. You know, it's like... Except your body does. Time traveled, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, you just jump time zones really fast, and you're like, whoa, most likely you quantum leaped. Will airplanes ever serve tacos? Is that something that would be on a plane? Oh, my God. The airline I worked for, we used to serve an amazing... Can I say this next word? Enchilada? (laughs) Yeah, in first class. We never served tacos that I remember, but we had some really good Mexican food. So, yes, of course. I mean, it depends on, you know, the price of the ticket. That's how I'll answer that. So I'm flying to Italy in September, and it's been a few years since my last international flight. What do I need to know, Jenny? (laughs) Well, that's a good question, because it's been a few years since my last international flight, too. I can't smoke on the plane anymore. No, edibles. Here (laughs) is my best advice. Give yourself enough time and find a place to eat tacos. Oh, okay. So, like, not like Xanax and a glass of red wine? Um, I honestly, when I fly, I do not drink. I drink water pretty much only. Well, you know why, right? I know why. Okay, do you know why you don't drink? Because one drink with the air pressure equals four. For sure. So, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, then, yeah, but... Right, you dehydrate really easily. Is exactly. there a limit to how many little bottles of liquor you can order on a They're flight? They're called airplane bottles, Dave. 
Oh, yeah. Airplane bottles of liquor. Boot liquor. Yeah, boot liquor. <laughs> Minis. You know, we always use discretion and discernment when deciding that. And If they're sloppy, then you yeah, cut them exactly. off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just monitor what people are doing. And it's best to kind of err on the side of caution with all of that. So Xanax and edibles are the way to go. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> well, let's wrap up our little taco review here. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on by the Red Bridge Barrio or Barrio KC at 1118 Holmes in the Red Bridge Shopping Center. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this break. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Taco the Town, and I want to tell you about an album I can't stop listening to. It's the latest release from Lotus Pool Records, and it's called Our Music from the Bump Band, and it features legendary Kansas City funkster Bump Funk. Now I know Bump. I've eaten tacos with Bump in Nashville, Tennessee of all places, and I can 100% guarantee that Bump is a legend. He's a fixture in Kansas City music history, and he needs to be celebrated. You can read all about Bump and his remarkable music in the March 2022 issue of The Pitch, but more importantly, you should listen to Bump's music. The album, Our Music, which you can buy or stream everywhere, was recorded in 1983, shelved for almost 40 years, and finally released in 2022. In its first week of release, it debuted at 30 on the college R&B charts. It's as fresh and funky today as it was 40 years ago. So check it out. Our music by the Bump Band featuring Bump Funk from Lotus Pool Records. Let's play Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where you pick a topic out of this Kansas City Cup, and we will discuss the town that the tacos are from, Kansas City. Jenny, it's your first time on the show. Would you like to go first? Absolutely. Here we go. Best concert I've ever attended in Kansas City. Been to any good concerts wow, here? Wow, that's really tough. So I've gone to many shows. I grew up going to concerts because my dad was in radio and records. I don't even know if you know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, like my first concert was the Monkees and Weird Al opened for them. I grew up on the Monkees. No way. On I went to a Monkees concert at okay. like oh Sandstone. Yes. That's so amazing. We were there. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. It was that's cool. a rad concert. Yes. Hey, hey, we're so, the Monkees. I mean, that's up there. But probably the best concert was my junior prom. And the Smashing Pumpkins <gasps> did an underground concert at like Municipal. Like nobody knew about it. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. What year was this? This was 2000. And my boyfriend and I, we ate dinner at P.F. Chang's and we changed in the parking garage and we went to this underground Smashing Pumpkins concert. We are like right there. It was, I've seen them four or five times, but Darcy was back in. She had just come back. I'm jealous. And it was the best show I'd seen them play. This is like after Melancholy and the yep. Infinite Sadness. Yep. And the best era. Yeah. That's it was the best. perfect. And we That's were like amazing. right there. I mean like right up against the stage. And then we went to after prom and people were like, oh, I didn't see a prom. And I was like, because I went to the best prom ever. <laughs> so that was like my favorite. But I've seen lots of good shows here. That's cool. I just went to um, Portugal the Man and Old J. How was that? It was really good. Jenny? Sorry, Jenny. Well, I didn't grow up here, like I said. I mean, if I would have gone to high school here, when I was in high school, I went to a Prince concert. Ooh. Whoa. I can't say that was in Kansas City because it wasn't. But that's so awesome. Is that one of the best concerts you've ever been to? Oh, absolutely. What city were you living in at the time? I lived in Lexington, Kentucky. That's and a good it was city. amazing. What era one, of though. Prince was this? Already like it's 1999. Nice. Whoa. That was the year. Young Prince? Well, 1999. 1999. <laughs> 1999. <laughs> I think he would have been like, what, 40? Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. 
unforgettable. Best thing about Casey, worst thing about Casey. I feel like this is better for you. I have no idea. Best thing about Casey, worst thing about Casey. I can tell you this. A lot of people don't get, they don't understand. We have a great art scene here. Like art? Yeah, our art scene is popping. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone with my brother last night, and he's currently living in Fort Myers, Florida. And he was like, you bring burlesque down here, and he's like, you guys will be on fire. He's like, there's nothing here. There's, like, no arts. There's no nothing. He's like, all the old people will come for miles. And I'm like, really? So I think we really take the art scene for granted, which might be kind of the worst thing about KC, because I know people get so snobby about, like, you know, the fashion scene. Like, oh, it's the fashion scene in Kansas City. It's like, well, no, there's a scene. Like, it's great. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like still the worst thing is that Kansas City is still, like, five years behind the major cities, and I don't know how that's still a thing, but it is. It's a weird deal. You think we would have caught up by now? I would say the best thing about Kansas City, okay, we've got a lot of really awesome sports teams. Yeah. Right. Go Royals. And then also another cool thing about Kansas City is we're right in the middle, so we can get to the West or the East Coast really quickly. And Chicago, you know, it's like we can get anywhere. It's pretty accessible. Right. And you can get anywhere in the metro area in 20 minutes. It's true. You know, you really cannot complain about traffic here. You know, you can get anywhere really quickly. Yeah, everything's 20 minutes away, so. It's true. Now it's time to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. Okay, these are the taco news stories. I want to get your thoughts on some of these. These aren't necessarily taco related, but uh, kind of food related. So I'd love to get your thoughts on these. Has anyone ever had mayo chup from Heinz? They have those like... Why? Why would you eat that? Some people, it? it's called it's mayo and ketchup combined. There's a lot no, of these combined never. liquid Disgust. squirty, Ooh. squirty uh, uh, condiments. Nope, had that. Nope. Well, here's another one you might not like. Ever heard of liquid lasagna? Do you put lasagna <laughs> in like your ninja and then drink it? <laughs> like, well, what here what we go. Lasagna no is beloved by orange cats and Italian nanas alike, but odds are you haven't had lasagna like this before, squeezed out of a toothpaste tube. This is just one of the innovative presentations of Italian cuisine created by Valerio Braschi at Rome's Restaurante 1978. He is also known for pizza served in a sachet. What's a sachet? Is that like a sack? Sa- sack pizza? Steak in liquid form. Liquid steak. That's right up your alley, Jenny. No, no, no. Oh, no. she's holding her stomach. She's steak not, smoothie? Is that what we're talking about? She's not liking this. And carbonara converted into a cocktail. Ew. With vodka? What? Not unusual enough for you. The restaurant also serves zebra meat. Although in a more traditional cutlet-type format, would you ever go to this restaurant and try these creations? Would you ever try liquid lasagna? No. Hard pass. I mean, if you're not trying mayo chup, I can't... Well, like, is that like bruschetta? Is that like liquid lasagna on, like, a baguette? Because maybe. If it was like a spread, potentially, yes, I would try it. Yeah, maybe it is like a spread. But if it was like Go-Gurt or like something you, like, squeeze directly (laughs) into your mouth, (laughs) avoid What about steak in liquid form? I had to clear my throat because I felt like I could throw up. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't need that. I I feel like this is one of those things that if you are on like a liquid tube feeding diet because you have to, like maybe, but you still can't even taste that. Like, so I don't know. Oh, no. I think about like when I had braces and I was drinking a lot of like those uh, Slim Fast milkshakes, you know, like, no. No. What about a liquid taco, like taco squeezed out of a uh, toothpaste tube? 
Or a taco cocktail. I mean, the whole point of tacos is like the various textures, right? So Yeah, liquid taco, not not a fan. Not no. wouldn't try that. Maybe I'd try it, but No, ew. What about taco-flavored ice cream? No. Why? I could try the taco-flavored ice cream. Okay. I would do that. Maybe put a tortilla chip in it. Wouldn't that be I mean, be it's kind of like Sopapilla. It's like a cinnamon you, ice cream. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like you can ice cream a lot of things, and it's okay. Ugh. I know. It's strange. See, I think for me, it's like, that would be like mixing taco with like an insane amount of dairy. Mm-hmm. And that just sounds like, that does not sound like a winning combination. Okay. So you would not be traveling to Italy to eat at this restaurant? Probably not. Well, well, you're, are you going I, to Italy, I right? I am, but I'm Check not. it out. You got to go report back. I'm Please sure do. I'm oh going to be in Tuscany. <laughs> I'm sure they won't be liquid. Like, are you going to go to Rome? No, I'll be in Tuscany. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yoga and wine, man, right here. All right. Taco ticker story number two. This is uh, this was on WalletHub.com. Are you fans of that website? Heard I've of never it? Never heard of it. Nope. WalletHub.com has released a list of the healthiest and unhealthiest cities in the United States so far in 2022 and the two biggest cities in the show me state of missouri have ended up on opposite sides of the list st louis and kansas city which do you think is on the healthier side healthier side kansas city i'm gonna go st louis okay here we go st louis takes the 51st healthiest city spot on the list okay Just missing out of the top 50 for being healthy, St. Louis gets ranked in the 40s for green space, fitness, and food. The category that really hurts St. Louis is healthcare, where it ranked 104th. Now, Kansas City, on the other hand, ranks the 132nd (laughs) healthiest city. What? Which probably has a lot to do with being the best barbecue city in the country. What? Kansas, and no one walks. Kansas anywhere. City has only one category where it ranks in the top 100, and that is Green Space, which it finished 99th. So it's pretty obvious on the rankings from Wallet Hub that if you want to live in a big Missouri city and you want the opportunity to live a healthier lifestyle, St. Louis is the choice, which I think is a bunch of malarkey, don't you? Yeah, for sure. What do you think? I would rather live here. I That's question why I live here. those statistics, honestly. I mean, WalletHub.com. I yeah. mean, that's a pretty reputable <laughs> website, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. I take that back. Wallet I don't know. Hub. I'm just like, what? I feel like... Uh... You're right about Casey, though. We don't like to... We. I mean, people jog here, right? But maybe not as much as uh, St. I, Louis. I think that's the extent of it, is we see people and we're like, oh, they're working out. Look at us. But... Then they we? go home and eat a big right, brisket sandwich. Are we the people jogging? We're not. No. No. No, we're eating tacos. Right. No, I'm going to work out after this now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get home and be like, we're Yeah, exactly. Out. I'll be like, oh, I got I to gotta pull my weight. You know? Are you fans of St. Louis style pizza? The thin yes. pizza. What? They do have thinner pizza there. Yeah. I like thin crust. Yeah. Emo's. Emo's is good. You lived in Lawrence. You've had Emo's. Did I? Oh, no. I have. I feel like you're having your missing, missing time right now. <laughs> it says here that San Francisco comes in at number one healthiest, of course. Snobs. Uh-huh. Chicago is 36. That doesn't sound right. Well, what like, are they eating there? Well, Hot dogs? I have no Hot idea. Hot dogs, deep dish pizza. I love now. Speaking of pizza, I love. You like the deep dish? I do. Okay. She likes it the deep dish. I do. Better than the thin St. Louis stuff. I do. Okay. Well, we got to do better, I guess. I guess we got to... Do better at what? Stop eating okay, more tacos. Okay, I lived in Brooklyn for a little while, too. Like, the pizza tacos. here sucks. I'm just going to go Where'd on record live? saying that. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I love... 
New yeah, York, New York pizza. City. I live there, and like, I have never. In fact, if you had a pizza podcast, I would definitely be a guest on that. I like, do. I have. You do. You okay. Do. Yeah. Perfect. Pizza of the town. You do. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would love to know because I don't feel like anybody can compare to New York pizza. Absolutely no. not. You know why? Because. Very rarely can you walk into somewhere and be like, I want a white pizza. And they look at you like you're racist. And you're like, no, I, I want a white pizza. <laughs> What's on a white pizza? Oh, man. It's white sauce, right? Yeah, it's Alfredo. Okay. And everything. It's just all, it's like five different white mm. cheeses. And oh, my it God. Is so good. And it kills you slowly. But, but you're in New York and you're walking around all the time. So when I lived there, it was like, I eat white pizza and sushi and tasty delight. And it was great. I love a good New York style pizza. That's, that's my favorite as well. Same. Well, let's close up the taco ticker and take another break. We'll be right back. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Don't be afraid to bear your taco soul to the world. No fear. I've got many, many, many questions here. Feel free to answer them as honestly as you can. We're ready. Jenny, Marissa, are you ready? Yes. We are ready. Here we go. Question one out of 753. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Taste. Contrast. Care to... Uh... You said one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Taste in contrast. Okay. Yeah. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? Depends on the taco. Same. Right, it does depend because one would be a hard shell and one yeah. would be a Well, like, okay, if I'm rolling up to Taco Bell, I'm going to get a hard shell. If yeah. I'm, right. like, at a fancy place, I'm going to do, like, a street taco style because that's where you get your best taco. Or, like, a taco truck, you're going to do street. Yeah. You're not picky, so you're, you're like me. You like all types of tacos. Right, okay. yeah. yeah. Not going to discriminate. It depends. Hot or mild salsa? Hot, mild, for sure. You're mild, for yes. sure, yeah. Or do you just squirt a little lime on there? Do you like lime on your tacos? No. Lime's for fish. Okay. Pro cilantro or no cilantro? Not necessary if the taco is doing what it's supposed to do. I agree with you. I think our carne asada had cilantro, right? So did the uh, third one. Third so one? did the birria, yeah. So the birria, like the cilantro didn't do anything to it. Like I couldn't really taste it. Right. Yeah. I also know somebody who has a cilantro soap problem. Soap person, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, I feel bad. What, what, what problem? It's a genetic thing. And allergy? No, it's like a genetic, like, you know, asparagus pee? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a genetic thing. Some people have it and some people don't? Right. Yeah. Not everybody has the asparagus pee. I thought everybody did asparagus pee. No. I know. <laughs> I wish I wish well, I didn't. Okay, well, we'll just leave that there. <laughs> but so some people, the cilantro tastes like soap to them. We call wow. those soap people. Soap people, yeah. asparagus people. Okay. Pee people. Yeah. Favorite side dish with your tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans and rice. What are you going with? The, the first three. Queso. F. Mary Kill, salsa, queso, guac. Oh, man. Guac. Okay. No. Do you know how to do this? No. Okay. Marissa's going to choose. I'm going to marry the salsa because you can always shift ingredients, right? I'm going to... F the guacamole, because who wouldn't want to do that? And then kill the queso, but after I ate it. Wait, okay, so I kill Mary or F, and it's guac, queso. Salsa, queso, guac. Okay, I'm definitely going to F the salsa, marry the queso, 
No, I was going to say marry the guac. Oh. And kill the queso. All right. Is I that killed weird? the queso too. No. Okay. You both killed queso. Yeah. What are you drinking with your tacos? Margaritas? You're going yeah. with a beer? What, what do you usually drink oh. with your tacos? Yeah. Both like yeah. tonight. I mean, I'm always going to go spicy margarita. That's kind of my go-to. I think both margarita and beer. Corona, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Negro Modelo would have been hands down the best. But both go well with tacos. I feel like everything goes well with tacos, though, drink-wise. But not milk, though. Maybe a nice mm-hmm. glass of milk. Warm milk? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. You know no, what the yeah. best dessert is? Choco taco. No. Well, now you said that, I like want to look at the dessert menu. No, 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 no. Because nobody no. does this. But you do a scoop of lime sorbet and a shot of tequila over it. Oh, Whoa. my. Right? That sounds oh, good. Well, yeah. Who has Let that me see here the in dessert town? menu, please. My house. The Your house? Yes. That sounds great. Here. Yes. Uh, Shea Calloway or Club Calloway. All right. Do you have a dream eating taco destination somewhere in the world that you would love to just sit back, relax, and eat a taco? You know what? I did have really good tacos in Austin. Yeah. What about? They, they I have, see that. I'm, I'm thinking like somewhere with a beautiful vista where you sit down. Or maybe you're sitting in the mountains. I ate Cozumel tacos. Like, Cozumel? Yeah, off the beach. That uh, was good. Mexico, right? It's yeah. Out. You know, the best Mexican food I've ever had was actually in Savannah, Georgia. There you go. Yeah. I used to live there. Literally maybe the best. Maybe sitting on the uh, Forrest Gump bench eating a taco. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I, that's where I lived. Best Mexican food that, I've ever had. I have not been to Savannah. That's like on my bucket list. Again, a very haunted city. Very haunted. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, if you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Pizza. Italian food. What's your favorite Italian in KC? Oh. Lydia's. I mean, I'm a Lawrence girl, so I like mad Greek. That's not Greek food? It's both. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's both. It's weird. But they have really, they good, have really good manicotti there. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down tacos? No. I mean, I can't think of any, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of circumstances where I would turn down a taco. Like tonight, if I ordered you three more of those birria tacos, would you be able to handle if that? If you were like, let's order a sashimi taco, I would probably turn that down on oh, air. So yeah, I would eat that. But I would also take it to go. I don't have any space. But you couldn't take it to go because, like, um, sashimi is raw fish, so you have to eat it. So that would probably be a taco no-no for you? That would be a taco no. Taco-phobia? Yeah, yeah. Sashimi taco? They make sushi tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably reject the taco in that instance. Okay. Do you have any taco no-nos, Marissa? Taco phobias? I mean, I think if you did that weird liquid lasagna shit in my taco, (laughs) like, you know. I actually make a really good um, buffalo chicken taco. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. All right, what is your most unpopular taco opinion? I have mine right off the bat. I think all of the complex flavors and ingredients are overrated. Am I going to get kicked off the show? (laughs) You're like, yes, you're never invited back. (laughs) Hey, I asked for it, you know. I I asked for this. It's a good thing that we're almost almost done with this episode. We're ending where we started. None of these tacos tonight swayed you. Well. I mean, I would be equally satisfied with something straightforward. Like the steak alone was enough to win my heart. Okay. So you're like, easy. <laughs> well, now, hey. Hey, 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 hey. And you're single. <laughs> yeah. You got to get on those dating apps, you know? <laughs> well. You got you to you put yourself out there. Is that where Polly Shore comes back into play? Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to match with some guy out there that, like, loves Polly Shore as much as you do. What about someone who's afraid 
that uh, belt on the floor is actually a snake. Oh, oh my gosh! What well, that's a weirdo. just cognitive processing. You're just what you know a weirdo losing your mind. Who <laughs> who would think that? Right? You cannot match with weirdos like that. There's a lot of weirdos out there. Be careful. Okay, I will. Wait, Ber- wait. I have to answer. Yeah. What's your most unpopular taco opinion? That Taco Bell's always a winner. I don't think that's unpopular. Really? I'm a fan. I'm. I'm Are you, you a fan you can't too? Disrespect. I mean, I mean, it's it's just it's like a staple. It's always there for you. Right. And yeah. they did my hack. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta tell me that again because I miss that. Cheesy roll-up. Add beef. Add tomatoes. Add onions. So the only thing that's missing is cilantro because I'm pretty sure they took away the had fiesta. A, yeah, had from, a little bit of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it was it was pretty great. I got to do that. Did you just order churros? Yeah. Nice. I want to try it. You should. I have to complete the taco experience, you, right? All the dessert talk got you. Right. Who's your favorite churro in town? It's Mission Taco. Pretty good. Yeah, have you had it? Uh-huh. Second is uh, Costco. Costco? Costco churros? Yeah. Okay, Ooh. noted. Nice. I'm glad. Actually, that's some valuable information. You're welcome. You know what they do? They have uh, these meals, like a take and bake whatever. Oh, yeah, the street taco kits. Yeah, they got a street taco kit. Have you ever bought those? No, because my kids are weird with tacos. One eats them, and the other, I have to make empanadas. Don't ask. Oh, wow. Right. It's a a heavy day. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. My My sister's kid will not eat anything, literally. Okay. So So. we just, you know, we dance around that. (laughs) Right. If it's an empanada, great. Here we go. This is the speed round. These are just different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these, all right? Okay. Why did you look at me when you said nay? Because I know you're going (laughs) to nay a lot of these. Okay. You look directly at me. Taco pizza. Nay. Taco salad. Yay. Yay. Taco burgers. Yay. Nay. Taco dogs. Yay. Nay. Dogs dressed up like tacos. Yay. Yay. Breakfast tacos. Yay. Yay. Walking tacos. Yay. Yay. Taco soup. Yay. Yay. Double-decker tacos. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Yay. What's that? Yes, yes, whatever. Sure. Ever had one? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's what got you excited for churros, I think, when I said choco taco. Naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell. (laughs) Just because it it has the word naked in it and we like burlesque, I'll say yay. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There should be a burlesque dancer named Naked Chicken Chalupa, don't you think? Oh my God, that's so good. Actually, maybe that could be your debut act when you're a judge. <laughs> There's a naked chick. Simultaneously. Wait, I have to dance and judge at this You thing? didn't realize what you were signing up for. I no. might not do this now. No. You're naked fine. chalupa, whatever it is. What is it? Naked chicken chalupa. That's your stage That's name. Nice. <laughs> You don't want to see. You don't want to see these thighs. (laughs) Tacos with a show made out of a fried chicken breast. That's what a naked chicken chalupa is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that. Uh, Tacos with a show made out of a fried egg. A breakfast taco. Yes, yeah. Yay. Taco Bell nacho fries. Yay or nay? Yay. Yay. And Taco Bell all day or no way? All day. Yay. So you only nade like twice, right? Yeah, she's good. I'm in. It's like three. You nade. Am I in now? You nade taco pizza, right? Yeah, I nade that. Have you had taco pizza? No, no. You nayed taco burgers. Nay. And Marissa, you yayed everything. I yayed it, yeah. You're down for it. Have you done a taco dip? Add taco dip in that. Taco dip? Yeah. Like kind of like taco soup? No. Or it's it's, more of a it's a dip. It's a dip. Yeah. It's got like the layer of like beans and beans. Oh yeah, taco dip. Seven layer dip. That's what it's called. Now we're talking Kansas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
seven layers. That's Casserole. what seven layers. Kansas yes. likes. Yep. All right. Question number 372. We're ready. Favorite, favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos. Something that gets you really fired up. Maybe it's something that you would perform to. I don't know. We do play the soundtrack of um, Coco in my house when we have Mexican food. How's that go? What song? What's the good song? Oh, gosh. There's so many good songs in Coco. Have you not seen the movie? Uh, I'm more of a... Uh, Encanto? Encanto fan myself. <laughs> I think I was listening to 80s on my way here, and since this is my first taco experience, I'm just going to roll with that. What What were you listening to? What I, 80s I song? I think that it was like a Huey Lewis in the News song oh. that came on. Oh, my gosh. So what Huey Lewis was it? A Heart of Rock and Roll, Power of Love. Power of Love. If this is it. Oh, that's good. I this saw him in concert, it. too. Me, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen him like four times. I've seen him once. Those are good. Okay, this is the last part of the show. This is called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random. Taco question of the week. Throw me out a random number separately here between 1 and 96, and I will read you a random taco question. 33. 30. Double threes. 33. Here we go. <laughs> you are. Okay, 33. If you're on a crowded elevator oh. and you see someone with a box of tacos, maybe a party pack, would you A, ask them for a taco? No. B, ask them to help carry the box to wherever they're going? No. C, jostle them so they... Drop the box and drop a taco, and then you grab the taco either as it's falling and then kind of hide it in whatever you're wearing, or you lift it up off the floor. Is there a D? D, <laughs> no, D none of the above, and just admire the tacos and walk off the elevator when okay. it's your turn. So I'm just going to try to paint a picture here. It, just, it totally depends on who's holding the tacos. I mean, let's be Hot real. Hot single guy. Is it Clark Kent? Because if it's Clark Kent, it's Polly Shore. A, B, A, and C, A, and D. Even there was, there, there was no D. I like that it's Clark Kent, by the way. The Clark Kent, yeah. Are you, are you attracted to Clark Kent? <laughs> I don't know. I guess <laughs> now I am. Now I am. Look what the tacos did to me. <laughs> what if it's like a sweaty teenage delivery boy? Then no, 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 and no. But they haven't touched the tacos. They're nicely snug in like little blankets. How do you know? They didn't pick their nose and touch the this, tacos in the car. This is this is my scenario I've created. You're right. I'm sorry. This is your world. I'm right. a guest in it. Not your Clark Kent world. Because you, the well, answer is if the guy's hot holding the taco box. You would, jo you would jostle them. That's the, that's the honest answer. Oh. I would eat the taco if he was hot. <laughs> okay. All right. Marissa, like, throw me out a number. 47. 47. Okay. Your age. No. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I'm 27, duh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, this is a good one. This oh, is a perfect. classic, classic question. Classic question. Do tacos and or Mexican restaurants make a good first date location? <laughs> That's a hard question because for a first date, you're going to see how the other person eats and how messy they are. And so it's going to be a really good precursor to a lot of things. So I'm going to go with no, but ironically, Scott and I's first date was at the Chili's in Westport. No way. Yeah. And so I, that worked. Yeah. You and your husband, you've been well, together for I, a while. Well, and I did the thing. I like cleaned my plate and he was like, whoa. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm a really hungry dancer. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And I would say too, like you're a taco expert. Like that's right. impressive. And I did that's order sexy. enchiladas that night. I remember that. And we went to Kelly's and got real drunk and played video games. That's a good first date. Yeah. So it, it worked for you. It did. I think a good, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, why not? Um, I think more cash would be like a taco truck experience. Like, then you're walking, talking, and, and messy is more expected, so it's not so much pressure. All right. I mean, it's been a while since the first date, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, what never you, mind. What, I was going to say, never mind. What do you... <laughs> 
This is our first date as our taco. That's true. <laughs> Threesome, true. if you will. <laughs> it's a good. It is a good. We experienced something. This is me and Marissa's second. Taco Excuse threesome. me, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to intrude. And we had a different Jenny. Yeah. So oh, it was a different Jenny. I'm the replacement. Just goes Jenny. with the Jennies and my Rolodex. I need to find a Jenny. Have you ever had a first date at a taco place, Jenny? No, no. And I mean, that's would you a go whole, for that? First date is like a whole other podcast because we could go down that rabbit hole. We probably don't want to. Do you like? Are you like? Hey, I'll meet you at the five star restaurant steakhouse because that seems like your style. Yeah, I want. I want Kobe steak tonight. Is that okay? That, that would suffice. There you really? That's acceptable. <laughs> is going out to dinner, is that even a first date thing anymore? Or would you rather go so. do I something? I think it's still coffee. I think, so. I think yeah, coffee's still the That's thing. not first date. Coffee? Yeah. Coffee. Well, dinner is not first date. The, yeah. the date I had like a week before Scott and I went on a date, it was a lunch <laughs> date and we went to Lulu's and it was like a friend of a friend. And the guy sat there and he looked at the menu and he was like, oh, okay, good. And I was like, oh, did you, do you see something you like? He goes, no, I found something I could eat. And I was like, we're done. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, who says that? Yeah. I had a guy once be like, I'm not very hungry. Like, he asked me out to dinner and then he was like, I'm not very hungry. So, like, I think I'm just going to get a soup. And it was, like, obvious to me that he didn't want to, like, pay for dinner. I was just <laughs> saying, that just means he doesn't want to. Exactly. Thank you. It was, it's not, it's not hard to, it's not hard to decipher. And I was like, well, and then, so at the end of the date, the waitress was like, he goes to me like this. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. This is years ago. He said, she said, do you guys want to split the bill? And I'm thinking he's like, he's going to be like, I'll pick up the whole bill. Right. Cause he only had like soup and I had like a salad. And I mean, I'm talking, this was not expensive. And he was like, we'll half it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified. And there will not be a second date. And when she brought the bill, she was like, I put a penny on your side, a penny extra on your side to him. I was like, oh, my God, burn. So we're going to eat our dessert, but it's the end of the show. I'm so sorry. It is time to wrap the show up. Marissa and Jenny, where can people order tickets to the Burlesque Festival? Follytheater.org. And Eventbrite is our show, our late night sexy stage strut on the 6th. And uh, CaseyBurlesque.com. Facebook, you can find us. Instagram, you can find us. Twitter, you can find us. And I will be... I'll be judging. Yeah. I'll be judging this festival. I can't wait. Thank you so much for asking me. Tuxedo. So excited, Dave. I'm going to get a taco tuxedo. Oh chalupa. God, Chicken yeah. chalupa. I will not be <laughs> performing. Act. Unless somebody cancels. <laughs> somebody cancels, the, cancels at the in. last minute. There's a spot. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. And I can't Absolutely. wait for May 7th. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify and Podbean and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be safe out there, everybody, and remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots. And until next time, go go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.